I'm Bill Cummins, top dog with Big Train Locomotives. Hi, this is Greg Thomas, local comedian on the Talking Bluntly podcast. Hey, this is Johnny Hollis from the Hollis Band. Hi, this is J.D. Scott, photographer in Oklahoma City, and I'm on Local Earshot. Ow! What are you doing? I'm just looking at the world and writing a new piano piece. Oh, yeah? Can I hear it? Mm-hmm. What's this one about? Well, I was thinking we don't really have any photographs of us, and I thought this song could be, like, a photograph. Captures us in this moment in our lives together. Mm. I like her photograph. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Local Earshot Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Biggs. 13th Step Tone Solutions, and now uh, guitar player in Hollis. I've uh, apparently been recruited to play guitar in Hollis, so I, I keep getting invited back, so I figure, eh, might as well stick it out. <laughs> Jonathan Grissom's in here with me, More Bands Media. How you doing, bud? I'm good, man. Got a photographer in with us today around the local Oklahoma City area. Hello. J.D. Scott. How Hi. you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How about you? Oh, trying to make it after this storm yeah uh, that's some got a little stuck yeah <laughs> yeah got off in the to front. the hell of a start man couldn't even get into the driveway <laughs> <laughs> i got four-wheel drive i can't even drive it it's crazy man and it's supposed to be like 75 degrees in a couple of days so that's oklahoma for you right totally <laughs> totally is so where are you from and uh how did you initially get into this this world of art and photography well um I've always been able to, uh, well, I, the first art that I learned how to do was paint. And at seven, I painted my first realistic landscape painting. So then my family kind of realized I had some artistic ability. Um, grew up, because um, I always draw, paint. Um, decided I wanted to be in advertising when I got into uh college after i decided i didn't want to be pre-med because uh they weeded me out that's big a hell time. of a jump man. that it sucked it was so bad it was so hard but uh i went to the art school and my my uh grade point average even fell oh, wow. <laughs> the, in the art school because it's just a different way of learning you know they they don't teach you by the things in books they teach you like okay Go get do this it. feeling express it yeah. through your art form yeah oh my gosh. so sorry and, about uh, that man i keep clearing my throat i need oh. we don't have a cough uh, <laughs> one of these days we'll have a cough button i was i was telling her that like uh whenever i when i listen to no agendas like live before they do the show that you you hear them all behind there like <coughs> oh yeah man <coughs> like they're coughing out all that stuff in their throat i woke up this morning my whole throat was clogged up i'm like oh it's gonna be a bad day for oh, the show because i'm hung over that's and a high low for you all though. all coughs and throat clearings on the show are brought to you by Brad's uh, doctor recommended marijuana. So, yes. uh, had a good pre-flight <laughs> with the Indicas. So, Very I'm nice. sorry to interrupt you, man. Uh, so, yeah, we'll roll oh, back again. No, no problem, no problem. No, I got to OU and um, decided I didn't want to be a doctor. 
and I was just doing it for the money, and I thought that was pretty much a stupid idea to be a doctor for, which now I'm kind of like, oh, damn, I wish I was a doctor. I'd be having a lot more money right now. But um decided to go into graphic design, and um my graphic design teacher told me, uh she saw my photographs one uh, uh, one time in class, and uh said my forte was photography and I didn't know she was a a photography teacher prior to that Mm. prior to being my teacher at OU she was in New Mexico uh, as a head photography teacher and so I went to photography and um, have been doing it for about 25 years now nice so that's that's one thing we're kind of touching on too before we got recording was it's it seems like Anytime you jump into business <clears throat> for yourself, the podcast world too. Yeah. It's like, man, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to stand out. And then the reality hits you. Oh, I'm a small fish in a very big pond. Mm-hmm. And, um, but you know, through that, you kind of develop your own style and, and that's what stands out. You right. know, it's not really the tools, the cameras, the guitar, the mic, or whatever it is. It's it's the person that puts a their perspective on it. Right. And that's one thing I've noticed with a lot of photographers, especially concert photographers, is like, I don't care if they're shooting with an iPhone or traditional Kodachrome, mm-hmm. vintage, whatever. Right. If they don't have a good eye for the perspective, sure. it don't fucking matter. No. So... Does that something just come naturally to you, or yeah. did going to school actually just develop? They can't that? teach it to you. Oh, they, no. they teach you how to expose right, you know, in the camera. How to um, when I was uh, in school, we had black and white dark room, mm-hmm. like a whole dark room downstairs at OU at the Fred Jones Museum of Art, uh, or at the Fred Jones Building, and uh, so yeah, we just learned how to make prints, how to shoot, and he'd send us on assignments and stuff. But um, I was already advanced before I got there. I had probably I had probably about seventy seventy five different photography books on just wow. different lighting techniques and anything landscape or architecture or anything. I'll read anything about photography, and I pretty much learned all the stuff that he could teach me probably within a year of going. And I I kept with it, and I was in college for about, I think it was my five and a half year. <laughs> and uh, yeah, right. And uh, a lot of people go to college. For seven right, years, right, man. man. You got to. <laughs> no, but five and a half years, and uh, I finally just uh, I said to the to the teacher, "Am I? I got one semester left to graduate. I mean, I got one class and yours." are you going to teach me anything new that I don't know in photography that I need to know to be a professional? He's like, I can't, I can't teach anything else. You already know all I know. I've taught everybody, all you guys, what I know. I'm like, okay, then I'm not going to finish the school. I'm not spending (laughs) the money on the classes. And so I've been fine anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how my i don't know i have kind of the same mind frame like what the fuck am i what are we doing here then if you know but sometimes it comes down to you really just need that piece of paper too you know yeah (laughs) i've never been asked for my resume for a photography job now a graphic design job almost all the time right but and they want to see portfolio which is normal but um 
photographers. They just want to see your image. They want to see your portfolio, and right. they just pick you from there. So, what are some of the the do you have a specific flavor for a job type? I know, like me, I'm a live music, live entertainment. I don't give a shit if it's a comic, a theater, or a band. If it's live, that's that's where I'm at. You yeah. Know? So I've been, I've seen a, a few different local photographers too since concerts have really got wound back up. Sure. Um, Mary Ellis is another one in town. I've kind I've of heard reached her. Out I've to heard of her. And it's it's. Kind of what I was saying with the perspective. There's a lot of opportunity with live entertainment to get some really good material. So, mm-hmm. versus like a, a studio shot that's a little more stiff, right? You know, like what's what's kind of what do you prefer? I prefer being in control of everything, <laughs> <laughs> lighting, and I swear I won't shoot at candles anymore because they don't have any frontal lighting on the band, and if you try to shoot them. Their their faces their Dark. skin is green. Oh wow! Yeah, so they look like uh, Frankenstein's up there, kind of. But they don't have any frontal lighting on most of the, the places that I've shot so far. Huh. And I'm I've, I've noticed a couple that did, but I need to talk to some business owners, like some places where they have gigs, to tell them they need to up their lighting game a little bit. It's just for me, right? <laughs> for me shooting. I got that's that's so weird too is how it can look so good in house yeah and then you take a picture of it and it's just fucked so what are some of the mechanics behind that the human eye versus taking a a shot that changes it the deal is of me at least luckily for me I know all the pretty much the moves, the rock star moves that they're going to do. If they're going to jump off an amp, I, I know that they look over at the amp and they're thinking about it. So I'm ready for them to jump and catch it in, in the air, which I did with uh, Derek Higgins. I've heard of him. Uh, Derek's in the Costanzas. He's, yes, a, ba- he's a guitarist for the I was like, Costanzas. I just talked to him, I think, yeah, on he's Instagram. Awesome. He's a really cool guy. I like him. Yeah, he was really nice. But, uh, yeah, I caught a good picture of him jumping off his amp, and there was another photographer there with me, and I saw his shot, too. It was pretty good. But it, they, it, Stains has put on a good show. I was pretty impressed with those guys. Yeah, I've, uh, we've we've kind of been orbiting with them, never been able to really lock them down. Them, and there's another band here in Norman, too, that it's like I've heard about them all around, but it's something, you know. It, it, most people in bands are also working adults. Yeah, it's just right. the harsh reality of uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. So it's kind of hard to lock lock people down, you know. We try to we try to book about a month out, give people time to schedule it and everything, but uh, it's just hard sometimes. But I mean, uh, back to the the getting the gig, the shots. It's like uh, how can how can some lighting look so good when you're at the concert? And then, like you were saying, after you develop it, what the fuck happened here? You know, it's not how it looked. Some people use five. I, I don't know why, because I've talked to photographers that don't, and they know not to. But some photographers will come in there with on-camera flash. And oh, that's, I've like taken, a, that's like a venue roll that you don't. Uh, yeah. yeah it's like a rule no, no. like oh, yeah forever it's been yeah, a no-no for 30 years yeah yeah <laughs> like they, they they've uh like in the press box and stuff at, uh-huh. at live nation they would grab people and be With like you need to fucking go and they'll be like what and they're like you can't roll flash and they're like 
what? Why not? You know, and, uh, and it's like it, they take their press pass yeah. and they're like, get out. Yeah. Like, you, you well, they should be because they're blinding the artists. Like, right, you, take a, you right. flash an artist while they're up on stage like that. You get li- you get black spots. Yep. Yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, I just I, I I know what to look for when they're going to do something cool, and I just um, compose a shot and just make sure I catch them at their coolest looking guitar playing if i'm shooting the guitarist or if i'm shooting the um the lead singer if he's just really feeling his shit and you can tell you just take a picture and usually whenever mine come out it's what i intended you know what kind of gear do you do you use more traditional or are you more digital it's digital Digital. dslr yeah i've got a 77d that i use for my main uh my main camera and a um, what is my other one? T six I EOS T six I for my backup, but uh, both of them are great cameras and uh, they do great pictures. Um, when I'm in control of everything, <laughs> like lighting <laughs> and people where they stay. Well, <laughs> if they well, don't move. Also, I mean, during a concert, I right. mean that's you can't you don't have control of any no, of that. That's uh, part of the fun of it. Though, that too. is a, it is. It's, kind of follow them around yeah yeah uh, well um gosh i mean there's just so much that goes into a live show and a rock and roll show versus say uh, a comic is is uh the energy that the performers putting out affect how you go about shooting the yeah gig? yeah if i see a band that's not very into it and they're just like playing their guitars which you know a lot of bands just are up there and now they even have stage fright and so they're just standing there playing their deal you know they're just doing their thing but i like to see a performance i mean i'm a visual person that's why i'm a photographer i'm kind of a voyeur yeah (laughs) and i just like to watch people but i i like to see the bands do some cool rock and roll shit you know some good moves you know and i just I just know what to look for and I just compose the shot, you know, and take it um, without on-camera flash. (laughs) Well, what brought that up is um, I took a picture with my phone at at the high-low when they were having that burlesque show just recently, and I was shooting... With my phone, because I didn't have my camera with me, I wasn't expecting to even see a show. But I went, we went there and there was a show. And this guy that shoots for them, he's a photographer. He's got on-camera flash on. And he's just popping it and popping it and popping it. And it's like, it's kind of annoying, but I'm sitting there trying to shoot it too. And I've got a photograph that's half white oh. lit and half perfectly exposed because his flash went off while my shutter on my phone was still up, you know, open. Yeah. And so, and it was just white, blot-out skin. And then the other part, you know, my exposure on my part of my phone was perfectly exposed. But I was like, man, I can't I, – I would love to see that guy's shots. <laughs> I was just white – because he just blew out everything oh, in yeah. white, white light. That's it's it looks like those old shitty uh disposable cameras oh, yeah. from the 90s. Right. That's what they all those yeah. look like. Yeah. Like, oh, so bad. cranking things like yeah. yeah. I got you. Just too much. Too bright. Yeah. I'll tell you one of the most awkward things though. Like uh 
I, I was looking at your photos, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, Cha Cha Nova. Uh-huh. That's my next door neighbor. Is like she, like her... in my apartment, in my apartment complex, like literally the door next to mine. Really? That's where she lives. Awesome. And yeah, so whenever I see her do those things, and then I see her uh, passing them, I was like, oh, hi, how you doing? And then when I see her on stage, I'm like, God bless that woman. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like... No crap. I got one of those pulled. I got one of those shots pulled, the one of her ass. Yeah. Yeah, they pulled that one fast. Yeah. I, I actually saw that day. before it came yeah. down. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I guess there's a gig at the high low tonight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a that was such an awesome shot too, and they and they took they pulled it. And I knew they would, but oh well. I talked about Facebook pulled it. Or? Facebook did, yeah, yeah, yeah. They sent me a thing and everything, oh, and showed man. me the picture. Too much nudity. No. Yeah, wow. as, if, as if they don't break rules all the time. Right. Well. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, oh. Facebook. Fuck Facebook. Hell of a time to be alive, guys. <laughs> you know, hell of a time to be alive. <laughs> Well, on a, on other stuff though, outside of the live element, like what are some of the, is um, what are some of the stuff that you started off with, or maybe even still do uh, for clients? So you just kind of all around. I mean, I'm mainly doing uh, portraits, products, and uh, bands. And uh, the band, the band thing, I'm shooting a, a concert. I'm covering show footage. You know, I'm covering the show. Um, in hopes of getting uh, promo shots later, right? Further press pack or whatever they need, whatever they need. And um, products, I just I'm I just got into product shooting, so I'm still kind of cutting my teeth a little bit. What do you mean, like like literally like a a product? Uh huh. Like oh, any for, product, okay, new cool. product comes in my okay. house gets shot. So, so <laughs> and uh, in some way. But um, I'm getting better at that. But uh, that's a new thing. But I've always shot people, and it's it's usually girls, pretty girls, and and good looking guys, and uh, they make their own photos practically. Right. I mean, yeah. I, well, and there's <laughs> there's some there's some that you have to coax and really get them to look good. But some of the really good looking people know they're good looking and they just show off in front of the camera and all you got to be there is just to know how to catch them when they look their best. So. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, pretty people make pretty pictures. Mm-hmm. It seems like a pretty easy equation, <laughs> but on the flip side, uh, I'm a Motley crew, Nikki six fan and right. he, he's a photographer, pretty good one. And uh-huh. he photographs some, uh, dare I say, uh, hideous things uh-huh. visually, but somehow makes them appealing. Uh-huh. It's, it's, I don't know. It's all about the perspective. You know, it's like we were talking about earlier. It's like, even in the, in, I don't know, pick a fucking thing, photography, guitar play, any artistic thing. Yeah. There's a sea of other people that can do the job, but to find someone with a actual perspective and know right. what angles and light to, mm-hmm. And how to use that? It, right, it's it's more rare, I think, than people realize. It's there's a lot more to it than just snapping a, a picture on a, on it a phone or, a, or on a camera. It is. You have to have a. You pretty much have to have an eye for it. You really do. Um, and I have an eye for making people either look better or capturing them at their best look already if they're good looking already. I mean, and I'm, I, I do another service for an extra hundred bucks. I'll style the person, which means me and that person are going to take a credit card of theirs and we're going thrift store shopping for a day. And we're going to 
try on clothes and find the coolest gear that we can find to make them look rock star cool. I just want I want people to look just like they're the coolest people that you want to see or meet. And um, I mean, I, I'll style people. And uh, my uh, my girlfriend Laniel, love her to death. She has got the best goth style I've ever seen. And I'm kind of in the goth punky realm. I guess I really don't know what I am, but I'm kind of in there somewhere. I wear a lot of black. I, so, I don't. That's kind of where yeah, I'm. Like, yeah. Yeah, what are you wearing today? I, it's black I t-shirt. Black. <laughs> I never wear black. Like, no, nope, not never at all. seen it. Never seen it. <laughs> all my shirts are black. Black t-shirt, black jeans. Yeah. You know, whatever. It works. Yeah. (laughs) No, my big, my big thing is shooting just different counterculture people, different, uh, alternative kind of, uh, fashion, alternative fashion, pretty much like the punk jackets. Right. Right. Are really fucking sweet to me. Very individual. They they are. And they're very important to them too. Yeah. I, I noticed that. I didn't know about that until I talked to a guy. But he was like, yeah, this is an ongoing thing of making this jacket. So It's almost like the, the bike clubs, the motorcycle clubs, you know, the right. patch. The same kind of concept. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, um, so most of your work is local. You get any any uh, clients from way out that... No, just- it's mainly Norman, Oklahoma City... Um and Tulsa. Well, what yeah. do people? I mean, how can they get a hold of you? I have a website. Okay. I have, yeah, I have a website. I can tell it to you. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Get it's, it out there. Uh, www.jdscottphotographic99. Dot mypixieset. Dot com slash. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, that'll get you there. Okay. We'll but, have to type that out and yeah. link it and all that good shit. I could probably help you uh, make that an easier thing to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like That's actual a... website, like actual links. Right on, and, right yeah. on, right on. Then I'll point directly to it, and then you can just say, you know, right. my name or whatever. I'm not getting close enough to the mic right now. <laughs> like, I keep on back here, and I'm saying stuff. You guys act like you're high. I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm good. Huh? 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 <laughs> boys been smoking the marijuanas? Don't know anything about that. Smoking in the boys' room, but smoking only outside. It was outside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's at least the sun's out, guys. Come on, man. That's true. Uh, it's not raining missiles down on us. Not yet. Speaking of current events, what the fuck? <laughs> oh shit. Man, the headline of the day yesterday, war in Europe. I'm like, man, our grandparents must be so proud. Oh, I know. We can't even go one generation. <laughs> we just got everybody out of the war. That was the longest yeah. war like ever in existence. Wasn't Afghanistan the longest war? Uh, Twenty-two yeah. years, there. Yeah. some craziness. And now we're gonna like try to get in another one. I, I would figure that the United States people would actually be okay. We've seen enough war for a while. I've been think, in it for a while. I think the world is collectively vomiting over this. Um, the Taliban. 
I was wondering if the they were going to try to get the Taliban on their side. They Russia. did. They, we did. They did. Yeah, I, he sent me a. He they put me out an a article. press release yesterday. I wondered about if they were going to do that. That is so fucked. I'm up. like, if Iran comes out and condemns this, and they're like, you know, America's kind of right about this one. I'm going to be like, okay, shit's changing now. Right. <laughs> Game changer. Right. <clears throat> I don't know. I think honestly. As bad as it is, but strategically, I think what is happening is kind of what needs to be, because we don't need nukes flying. No. But apparently the Ukrainians ain't just lying down either. You know, the report's coming back on it, or this is a, it's a war. Yeah. And it's going to be a war of attrition, unfortunately, but. Yeah. um, I don't know. Russia never learns. (sighs) They're bullies. They're bullies. (laughs) Well, and they're about to be bullies with, uh divorced bullies with no money <laughs> yeah they they uh were saying on no agenda in the last episode that they were gonna probably they they see that they're probably gonna pull their swiss banking systems so they won't be able to use credit cards online at all like nothing will work for any of their citizens well and that's oh, like dude. they've already brought, blocked all their banks so like their money is no longer accepted in europe and oh, all damn. this kind of stuff yeah they're trying to use that as a way to chess man it's a chess match only unfortunately is people get killed in their chess game oh shit you know but man i don't know man I, there's a foreign exchange student that we had in high school his name's oleg and i've actually been on his facebook and kind of followed what's going on he's in one of the cities that's getting the shit and uh it's just crazy to see this 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 is going to be like the first war in hd like the, I mean, really? <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, I mean, Afghanistan. Yeah, that that there was some. There's there's definitely footage from Afghanistan, but it it looks like biblical shit over there. It's it's third world. Totally. And then we bombed them even further back into the Stone Age. <laughs> right, just rubble. Yeah. <laughs> and to see it in a modern city is very. It's it's weird. Yeah. It's strange. You yeah, know? I'm sure. But you know, best of luck to them. I just on the geopolitical side of things, I don't think there's a whole lot. Or we can do other than supply them, right? But, yeah, I did hear on the news they're giving guns to whoever asked for one. Yeah, when the government uh, can, we, can we sign up for that yeah, in America? Yeah. I mean, Wait, you guys can give us guns. I saw, I saw. We're gonna need them in a few months. Their yeah. president on a live on a live stream out in the middle of the street, like giving the knife hand to Putin and talking. I mean, he's still head of state, so he's giving casualty reports and stuff and. uh Man, that's uh, that's going to be a bitter fight because any other head of state anywhere in the world right now, if they get invaded, they are not going to be above ground. They're going to be in a bunker somewhere, uh, safe, uh-huh. and all the poor people get to do all the killing. Uh-huh. This motherfucker's out in the street doing some of the dirty work, so it's like, huh, Ah. Uh, your can's going to explode, man. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Sorry about that. Just let the, let the air out of it. There we go. It's gassing off, man. Uh, NOS energy. It's that fucking NOS, man. You're oh, start like, getting all jittery on that shit. Oh, I had to wake up this morning. I woke up I woke up at 7 to get ready for you guys. Why? Because it takes me about a couple hours to get ready. Well, there you go. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and I had to drive from Yukon, and so uh, that's yeah, that's. A I didn't good know how trip. the roads were going to be, but they're fine. Well, except mine. Except for your road. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is worse than my road, which took me a while to maneuver through <laughs> the ice patches. But yeah, it's a trip, man. Oklahoma weather, man. Uh, 
I don't know sometimes. It's I'm glad we have all four seasons here, but when I get online and I see you know friends from throughout my life that have moved on and went to places where it's like sunny and 75 year round, I kind of right. get a little jealous. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> I'd like to be in California. I don't know if I'd want to be in California. <laughs> but a coast uh definitely is is more my environment you know a beach i like i like the i like the atlantic coast Uh honestly a lot better coco beach and myrtle beach is my favorite if i had to to pick a beach and this is the only beach we can go to for vacation from now on i really like myrtle beach yeah i've heard it's pretty yeah i've never been there it's a real pretty coast but you know I don't mind Gulf Shores either, you know. Fuck it. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Sunny at 75, get me a drink. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Well, how how's uh can people reach you for gigs or just anything I'll like that you on the Instagram, the socials? Yeah, actually uh, <laughs> on Instagram it's uh, at JD Scott Photographic. Uh Facebook it's J at JD Scott Photographic. Um my webpage I gave to you. Uh, you can give me a call. I'll give my phone number over. It's area code 405-204-4682. And you can call me anytime and we can talk about details of what kind of, what kind of photographs you need. Will you repeat that? Yeah, it's area code 405-204-4682. 4682. All right, there you have it, folks. Um what is with the fucking area code thing? Did we get another area code, or were they just talking about that? I thought we had got one a long time ago, and then it disappeared. I didn't see it again, but I thought I a long thought time ago. four or five ago. was the only one. Is there a new one? I thought we got another one. Oh, I knew dude. I saw where they were talking about having another one. I don't know. I've always been the 405. Yeah. It'd be funny yeah. if they changed it, and all those dumb assholes that got 405 tattoos... <laughs> I saw one of those on TV (laughs) the other day. I don't know who it was that had it, but it was 405. Uh, Things you never get tattooed. No. Mm. I got my ex-girlfriend's name on my stomach. Oh, no. I'm a bad. That's horrible. (laughs) Oh, no. Bad tattoos. Lamiel hates it. Oh, she can't stand to look at my stomach, man. Man, that's... Has her name. It says forever on it and everything. I got a bad tattoo. So you're going to do a line? You can you can just draw a oh, line. A, well, or just, it's, it's, <laughs> just, I'm saying you can draw a line through it. It's that big. So. Oh wow! Yeah, you ain't drawing no line through yeah, that. You can't really miss it. You got to cover that shit up. Put right. a big put a big void stamp on it, like yep. uh, like void. <laughs> yeah, right. Wrong. Bad idea. <laughs> bad bad idea. No regrets. No, no regrets. regrets. Yeah. <laughs> regrets. Not just one. Not just one. Oh man. Yeah. I yeah I I um. Uh, I won a couple of poker tournaments when I was playing cards real heavy, and they were a significant amount of money to me. Tens of thousands of dollars, we'll say. So I wanted to celebrate. So that was was the first one, my first real big win. And it was ironic that it was pocket aces, but it was. So, hey, it's a winner. It's a winner. Now, the eights, that was a little different because I went to this dude. You know you can just notice a questionable tattoo artist – just kind yeah. of the way they yeah. <laughs> talk and move and carry themselves. Right. <clears throat> well, I didn't know that when I got this tattoo done. I know that now. And I recognize it immediately when I see it. 
But anyways, he goes, I got to go. I'm going to smoke a cigarette and we'll get started. Just all great business transactions start out that way. Right. And <laughs> so we get started and, and the guy's really good with a single needle. I'll give him that with the bold black lines. The problem is the hearts is red uh-huh. and he started in on black and I immediately said, hey, man. The hearts are red, and he was like, "What?" Oh wow, oh, I didn't even know the hearts fuck. are red. And the- so he started, oh, he started black right there, and I'm like, "Just finish the fucking tattoo. I'm not paying for it." And he he agreed because he fucked it up. Right. <clears throat> so I went to another guy that uh, he was actually one of my neighbors in my old neighborhood, and he did tattoos over on Main Street. Shout out to Jesse. Right. Um, but yeah, he he went in and he. he hurt like a motherfucker but he went in with like white ink uh-huh. had to heal uh-huh and then he came back over it with red and it's and that worked more or less i mean you can tell that where it was a little flubbed but it's way fucking better than it was man yeah it was half it was red on top and black on the bottom wow. before it looked terrible uh, yeah. <laughs> i so, know one thing i know one thing i don't know if anybody else knows but i found this out don't ever talk your tattoo artist down in price or piss them off by sending them back to do redo an F, a letter F <laughs> that you like a script, a good one. Yeah. If he send them like seven times, they're gonna really make you pay for it when they grind on your oh, skin. Man. Oh yeah, almost. Yeah. That's how they did with my stomach, and I was like, that was the most tender spot too, you know. And there he was just grinding because I I sent him back like seven times to do the F. And he, I felt he finally did one good, and I was like, "That's it, man!" And then he, and then he shaded in all the 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 letters, so it really looks like this big round mass. Yeah, over darkness. time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so luckily, I can't read it as well, <laughs> and I kind of forget that I have that tattoo. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've I haven't got any on my on my body i know i've heard people talk their ribs it was really painful i've i knew a guy i worked with that had uh the back of his rib he had a back piece and he was telling me he's like dude i had to take a break he's like i'm no pussy Uh but i had to i had to tap out a little on that one i'm like wow that's what i've heard i've 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 ooh, i have no art ideas that i would want on that area of my body but man shout out to the people that that it can put up with that. Yeah, I, I sure as hell wouldn't. Yeah, <clears throat> um, you want to do the uh, the triple T's before we take a break, or yeah, I can do that. All right, let's do that. All right, uh, the uh, local earshot podcast we run on the value for value system. Uh, what that means is that we we don't take uh, your your normal ads, or at least we're trying to stay that way, uh, and we only take donations, and then we also only work with sponsors that actually. Uh, adhere to our values of uh, supporting local music and local artists and venues and local uh, photographers and everyone that works inside the industry to actually make everything happen. Uh, so they have to have those kind of values in play, and usually they have to be local. Um, and then as for talent, if you're an artist or if you work inside the music industry, uh, then we would love to have you on the show, and you can come on and tell us your story and how you uh, your artist, you know, get, like how you got in the industry and everything. Uh, and then as for treasure, if you want to donate to the podcast, you can go to the local earshot.com slash donate. And, uh, we take crypto, we take cash app and we take Vitmo. Um, yeah. And, uh, 
yeah thank you for listening to the show storm storm alarms yeah it's storm like, alarms let's yep. take a break yeah it's about to happen see you so, on the other side all right had to take a pause for the cause there obviously uh we appreciate our storm sirens here in oklahoma <laughs> if uh if you've ever had a cloud try to take away all your shit it's uh not the most pleasant feeling no not at all <laughs> well <clears throat> what else you into man i heard you uh the drummer of of sorts yeah i was uh i was in a band called the mimsies uh, in the 90s um we had some local fame you know but it wasn't anything big yeah you know i couldn't say i was a rock star if i tried but you know I looked good up there and I played my best and we got noticed. Um, then they wanted to move to LA and they, by the time that was, that was like five years after I'd been in the band. I was so sick of those motherfuckers. <laughs> I was like, you go to California. I'm not living in a one bedroom apartment trying to make trying it, to make with, it you, with you guys, <laughs> you know, so I'm going to be a photographer here. So that's how it started. That's, that is one thing about being in a band that, I, and I've been on hiatus for a while. I just recently got into this thing with Johnny Hollis. But uh, if you have a degree in psychology or if you just want to learn about psychology and human behavior and buffers and, and, and conflict resolution, join a band. <laughs> That's for sure. You will uh, experience all that and probably watch them all fail miserably. Yeah. <laughs> conflict resolution usually devolves into somebody throwing shit or somebody getting punched in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the best is seeing a band break up on stage. Oh, That's so rock and roll. Yeah. That's not even funny. That's, yeah. I love seeing that. I mean, I don't, you know, but I feel for them. But I'm like, man, out of all places to just call it quits on stage in front of everybody <laughs> yeah it's the best. way to make a statement yeah. i mean I, I watched a major rapper do that like basically fuck up his whole career yeah uh, and i forget Probably. which one it was but like he he was on the stage at, at the Fillmore auditorium in denver and we're all like you know like doing security and shit and just watching this dude and he gets up on stage and he's like yeah man fuck that record company i don't even want to fucking be here and he's like fuck these fans like and he's like oh. he's like talking shit about the fans in front of him and they were like what don't start throwing shit at the stage crowds, and like oh man. shit <laughs> like, yeah don't and so they all went like crowds. they were all yelling and mad and angry like as he walked off stage and i guess like he got a phone call or something because he got out and he was like all right fine i'll do this show and he starts singing and stuff like that but he was cool then i'm like so people were okay with you talking shit about them but like you but still play your music right still playing your music you yeah know? that's why they bought the ticket you right, know right. so do the job <laughs> so he did the job right. the job or else he was <laughs> right. gonna be in a lot more trouble true that's one thing uh it's as it's funny haha but it's also like sad because it's it's just like as a guy in my 30s now in a band the approach is so different from a guy who is in his early 20s yeah. in a band yeah. you know it's more responsibilities for one thing well that and just realizing that you, you know you ultimately you really just do this for fun you know it's easy to break even in a band that's yeah. what i say it's all it's easy to break even doing music it's very hard to pay your bills and and solely do art for that matter you got to play a lot yeah yeah 
And most of the people we've had on the show for one band, and then you look at their resume, and they're currently in like a half a dozen others, too. Uh-huh. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Especially I never drummers. could do that. Yeah, I knew a lot of drummers that did that, especially in Norman. Yeah, and um, they're probably still doing it. Uh, from what I can, from what we've talked to, yeah, and it's. I don't. I can't. I don't want to learn that many songs. I, yeah, I'm good remembering <laughs> ten ten songs, right? And learning those ten well. And these guys are cranking out a hundred on a weekend. Like, ooh, right? Yeah, hard pass for me, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Well, you still, you still play or you yeah yeah i'm looking i'm kind of looking to start a band right now um i really uh as i'm shooting other bands i'm also looking for the best like guitar so i can find the best bassist i can find uh the best singer but um it'll be uh as a drummer i want to control i'd like to be able to control a lot of the sampling that goes in the music while I'm playing uh, with the sample pad on on my kit. And uh, so I'd be producing a lot more of the music myself, just setting off samples while I'm playing. Yeah. And, um, but I have to have a singer and I can't sing for shit. So that's a, that's a, that's a juggle, man. To, it is. I mean, just drumming alone to the, to, to me, I don't have that. I don't have the pad yet. So I don't know if I can even really do it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to find out though. Damn it. I mean, you do I'm something serious. enough times. Yeah. You, eventually it'll click. Man. Yeah. I mean, I've, I'm learning that with relearning how to do the guitar. Like mm-hmm. it's, Took about a week. After about a week, I'm like, ah, oh, it's starting to, yeah. it's starting to come back. You yeah. Know? So, who knows, man? Singers are hard to hard to come by. It's, it seems like everybody can play a guitar, ish. Yeah. You know, if you turn it up loud enough, put enough distortion on it, we can get by. You know, uh-huh. bass players. <clears throat> there's a lot of bass players that can do that. Get by. Very rare to find one that kind of improvise their own lines over yeah. and, and really start to make changes during a song. Right. Drummers, even when I was way back, you know, 15 years ago or whatever, it's like they're hard to find solely because they're always in several bands. bands. It's, yeah. it's not it's not something you see with singers or guitar players. Uh-huh. So drummers seem like they're always in demand. I don't know why that is. I don't know unless there's just less drummers. That's all I can figure. Yeah. Well, there, maybe there. The, the joke <laughs> is, you know, how many drummers can actually count to four? <clears throat> or four? Or what, what did Broadcast Radio say? The hardest uh, thing to do is get rid of your drummer. Is getting him off your couch? <laughs> yeah. <That's... laughs> oh, I got one. Uh, how do you get a drummer off your porch? Paying for the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I actually read that in one of my drummers groups at, uh, on Facebook. Drummers are throwing out drummer jokes. So. Yeah. Man, poor drummers. And then you always got the spinal tap, you know, how yeah. we, uh, going through it. Yeah. <laughs> Not the case. Well, I guess it kind of is. Hell, like, yeah, I, I don't. It's crazy to me that guys can even learn that many songs and be somewhat nonchalant about it like ah fuck if you if you have me trying to learn 30 40 songs yeah i'm busy like all the time trying to learn them mm-hmm. <clears throat> some drummers can just fall into a pattern and like oh yeah, that's that'll yeah, that's it like yeah. yeah so with the mimsies my last band i think the most we had was 28 songs so we could play for three hours straight damn and i didn't like it at all <laughs> 
my arms were about to fall off most of the time by the end of it i was having to duct tape uh my sticks to my hand because i just got cramp you know i couldn't move my arm but just up and down (laughs) so tape the sticks to your hand and play so damn man pretty rough (laughs) well did they did they have any success in la without you uh, well, they they did get on the Warp Tour for one show, and the Warp Tour will tell you to fuck off if you're not on the way, if you're not in the caravan to of all the bands and all the all the um, buses and stuff that they're in. You know the little bands that are just going on tour. I mean, they broke down one day and they just let, left them, hmm. and they never tried to go find them. Cause I guess I don't know what happened with their van, but they broke down. Huh. Didn't feel, didn't hear the whole story about it, but that's your problem, buddy. Kind yeah, of attitude, exactly right. you know. But I wish I would have played the Warp Tour one time. That would have been hella cool. Yeah, that's play yeah. that many friendly people. That's weird. The the L A moving to L A to make it is not really the that's case not the thing anymore. anymore. No, huh? You know? But that was in the nineties. Oh, for sure. So that yeah. was that was in the nineties. So I guess, but still, I mean, that was right after. All the Guns and Roses and Poison and all the ones yeah. came out of L.A. or whoever you know all those bands, uh, hair bands did. So I, why they wanted to go to L.A. after that? The network and connections, yeah. But man, everything I've, I haven't spent time in L.A., but I haven't heard a lot of particularly great things about it. Other right. than it's the prestige idea of we're in L.A. Right. But, I mean, a lot of bands that I've seen that are having success are more coming out of, like, Austin and Nashville. Mm-hmm. Those are, like, the two kind of places. Austin, um, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Austin is is kind of all around. It's mostly blues and rock and roll. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's where you get a lot of diverse, different musics. Yeah. Nashville, too. I mean, you think country, music row, but right. really there's a lot of good rock and roll coming out of Nashville right now, too. I didn't even know that. It's kind of during covid nashville was about the only scene that i saw out there on Still on the playing. internet and people actually playing yeah and hell i got to see i think two shows in a, in the in 2020 uh, everyone it shut down and that's uh-huh. like usually i see two shows the first week of january you know, or first month of the year anyways yeah and that was so with it all coming back now it's interesting to see how different things are and just how the promotional side of it now that we're doing this and seeing how different it is on the putting a band together side of things now as as an older a little older a little more wiser uh individual yeah and it's it's interesting to see that certain things that were in play i didn't understand then it's like, oh, I get it. Like, I get why that is that way. Right. I might not have agreed with it, but it makes sense why certain things, because it's a business. Sure. At the end of the day. It is. And it for an artistic mind, it's hard to grasp that. Because money, money means different things to different people. Mm. And I have a problem with that being just a, a, an art head, and I'm not a business head at same. all. So I've, I've always had problems, you know, I guess with my uh, not my financial i haven't had financial problems but keeping up with my finances and keeping creative side 
working at the same time. I got to do one or the other. Right. And it kind of sucks, but I, some people can do both. But business side, I'm kind of a little bit. I, I let uh, Laniel take care of a lot of the business stuff. I'm not good with the the. No, I mean, I understand it's part of it, and it you have to keep track of your books and your accounts, and but especially coming from like a gambler, uh, a poker player and the mindset of that, it's like, it, it took me till now in my thirties to realize that money is in building wealth and value. Right. Is money is just the ease of access. <clears throat> kind of like a gatekeeper. Yeah. And it's like, it's hard to get out of that mindset of action, baby. Just give me the action. You know? Right. And so it's, it's a trip, man. It's weird, and it's going to get even more interesting to see what uh, what the U.S. dollar does now with this whole thing going on in, uh, in Ukraine and on the world stage, man. You well, know? the gas prices aren't that horrible yet. I'm, hey, I think I paid three twenty seven. I mean, it is whenever you do the kind of work I'm doing. It is. <laughs> it is on the national state, like California and the, the uh, areas that we have where Oklahoma's got gas, and we can just really just turn the spigot on if they allow it. But, right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, some of those places are getting hit hard. Four or five dollars a gallon and shit like that. Oh man. Yeah, it's uh it's up to six six bucks a gallon in Europe right now, about seven dollars a gallon. Jesus. Because they they sell it by the liter there. Uh-huh. I used to I used to hate getting gas in in Germany whenever because I mean even then it was like it was like two, three dollars more than what it was in the US. So Wow. It's tra- it's crazy, man. It's wild to see all the <clears throat> all the trade and world banks and how all this shit moves. And it's like George Carlin said, it's a big club buddy. And and you ain't in it. (laughs) That's the truth, man. I don't know, man. I hope, uh, hope everybody's okay over there. I know it's probably a hellhole, but not much we can do about it right now. So I couldn't imagine being in a war. Uh, I I don't think I could shoot somebody. (laughs) I could. I don't think even if they were shooting at me, I don't know if I could shoot them. I absolutely could. Really? Um, oh, no. Yeah, I couldn't. My, my, that, that I, I I would have questioned it before I had kids. If someone's oh, okay, coming in that, my house, yeah. I have no problem. I'll I totally put them in the ground that. on the spot. Yeah. It, it honestly it probably wouldn't even think twice. Now it's different to go be, and they're seeing this with the Russians. It's different to be go sent somewhere <clears throat> where you speak essentially the same language uh-huh. probably have family connected that's like it would be like us invading canada right right it's their there's civil war that connected you know so there's deeper there's deeper pieces in play here it's, yeah they're trying to make it a cultural hate racism and jews they're bringing in the chechen muslim oh, aspect it's great. getting dirty that way yeah. but there's it's 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 all about world economy if you ask me mm-hmm. uh-huh but anyway, you guys got anything else? No? I just uh, wanted to do a quick shout-out and say congratulations to my buddy Alex. Uh, he uh, he just got married at the uh, Lost Highway um, on Tuesday. Cool. So, awesome. Shout-out to you. What we we did well. Somebody emailed me and they were said that they were going to do a shout out donation and they haven't. Uh, so I mean, if they're listening, then yeah, you know, like I I emailed you back. So, uh, but I haven't heard back from them. Oh, okay. So well. yeah, because they went they they apparently do uh, uh, compilation albums of like local artists mm. and stuff in Oklahoma. So well, yeah, 
if if we see a donation, we'll definitely give a shout out and tag it and all that good shit. But uh huh, we have to see it first. Yep. Yep. <laughs> J.D. Scott, thank you for being in with us, man. Uh, thank you. How man. can people – let's run through your contacts one more time so people can get a hold of you if you got sure. good work. It's Instagram. It's uh, at J.D. Scott Photographic. Facebook is also at J.D. Scott Photographic. And you can reach me, reach me at my phone number. It's area code 405-204-4682, and I'll set you up with some really cool photos. Awesome. Uh, J.D. Scott. Thank you again. Thank you, man. All right, Jonathan. Well, hell, we already did it. So yeah, we just, already did that. Part, we just say but, uh, I love you. Yeah. I'll see y'all. So, bye yeah, bye. Yeah, and uh, don't forget us. Just go over to the local earshot.com. So Woo-hoo. thank you. Awesome. Perfect.